Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 14th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Collins, and I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. How are you doing today? Doing all right, doing all right. What about you, Collins? I'm doing okay. You know, I'm alive. I'm relatively healthy. Uh, The world hasn't come crashing down on me yet. So, you know, that's... Those are good things, and that's usually how I keep myself. <laughs> the usual then. In the right state of mind. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yes, that's that's generally how I look at things. But uh, moving on, uh, uh, we always start with uh, our constant topic, the Battlegrounds Weekly Overview. Uh, for me, so far, we've... Um, so the new heroes came out. We've been playing with that. Um, you know, Kobar's still been removed. It's, I guess it's it's more normal not to see Kobor's nowadays, but it's still kind of weird. Like I'm still kind of used to having Kobor's every every game. So when Kobor's around, I'm like, oh yeah, it's feels off. But exception um, for sure. It's not like. It's not like I don't know what to do when Kobo's are all gone, right? It's 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 funny how quickly you uh, get adjusted to uh, like changes, right? Like before Kobo's weren't in the game, right? And I was like, eh, whatever. Then Kobo's come in, and you're like, okay, now I know the Kobo's meta. Now they take out Kobo's, and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, no, it's so weird that uh get like like two months ago this wasn't a thing we talked about at all now it's like oh wow cobras are gone if it i feel it in my heart at least in the game for sure so uh i always find that interesting but generally that's how i've been doing uh, just kind of seeing what the meta brings how about you should yeah clovers in routes it's for for me I, I guess i start thinking oh i could play cali right like when right. i'm playing let's say a power level like Omu, I might start picking up more dragons and plan like, oh, you know, like Kali's actually going to be a thing. I'm not going to get outscaled by Flatless Kagan. Uh, I, I think Lightfang as well. I suddenly start looking at fives a bit more like, oh, I could do Brand, could do Lightfang, right? Like a bit old school scaling, you know? Yeah, I definitely see there's a there's a noticeable drop in Kali games uh, that I, I've watched from myself and from others. Like people aren't really picking that up if there's a Quillboard in the lobby. And if they are, they're sometimes dying. Me too. Well, oh, it's just really high risk, yeah, right? Yeah. Low rewards in the Quillboard lobby. So feels like Cali's really, uh, you want to do it when Quillboards are out. Yeah, the meta, nuts, right? the meta has passed for the dragon dominance of the old days where you could always just rely on the old Cali. Now it's like, ah, you're, you're kind of putting yourself right into death sometimes. <laughs> When you do it, so yeah, I think we talked about it earlier. Yeah, we did. For me, Cali now it's more like, oh, I I was strong and I got the six. Oh, and I picked up two Cali's. Cool, right? Then I can do it. And then, like tripling the Cali just feels yeah, dude. it's low, but I rem- I'm now remembering like skipping Cali and feeling sad. I was like, about oh, wait, wait, that happened. Okay, yeah, like uh, just like, huh? You know, I don't have any direction, and it's like Cali or not. <laughs> I have no direction. <laughs> I am like, oh, you know what? I don't need the Cali in this game. It's just, it, it used to be unthinkable for me. Now it's like, yeah, really common. Sure. 
feels like uh, now to Kelly direction into the next game, you know. So. Yeah, I, I I take that direction all the time. I'm gonna tell you that. Right? <laughs> um, I mean, overall week's been fine. It's just been I'm up a bit, I'm down a bit. Yeah. Uh, just adjusting to, um, you know, like it, it feels like the meta shifted a bit. Where I don't know if it's just like some variance, but I I see more crazy stuff where I'm just like, huh, this feels less like it was when it was always quill bore uh like maybe it's just me adjusting a bit slow i'm usually good when there's like a very good rhythm like very uh the same it, thing and like no no yeah go ahead it might realistically just be the hero additions giving um people yeah. a higher chance of of leveling uh right just like especially guff right it that's an extra hero in the in the game every time that can just level Right, so increasing the chances of you. Yeah, Mayev is out though, but yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, Mayev is out. That's true. That's a good Mayev was like insane, right? Though. Like I think about that when I get Finley. I'm like, ah, Mayev's not in anymore, so I can't roll much. <laughs> <laughs> like Finley is legit less less attractive uh, to me. Yeah, like, yeah. I forgot. I actually forgot that Mayev was out because I never get Mayev anyway. So it, <laughs> it, it, it it's not something I thought about. You know, that's so true. Myev is we smart. I can't miss Myev if you never got her anyway. That's how yeah. it was for me, you know. So Lister was like, I half of my games Myev, and I'm just looking at her like, what a cheater! <laughs> like, how do you do that? I don't know how. Uh, but yeah, and that's that's a good point. So maybe that it does balance things out a bit, and it might be something else entirely. But um, speaking of Myev being out, actually brings us to our next topic. Glitch King has been bugged. Uh, if you don't know what the bug is, since they removed it, I feel comfortable talking about the bug, right? Usually when there's like bugs and stuff like that, I don't like talking about it because then people aren't like honest. They'll just do it. <laughs> you know, oh, this is a bug that's broken. Let's do it, right? So, but since it's been removed already, if you tripled something while use and use the hero power on it, the, uh, the reborn mechanic gets attached to the tripled minion. So... You are basically able to create golden reborn uh, minions for free that last till the rest of the game. Like it just becomes a permanent addition. So like a George Shield, like you just yeah. Give it, it 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 was probably strong. I didn't get to abuse this. Not that I would, you know. Of course, right? <laughs> not me. But uh, I I did not uh, see this. Uh, in in my gameplay, I did not pick this hero and and utilize this because I'm an honest person. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't get to do it, so unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, apparently, if you hero powered and then triple the minion, you get to keep the reborn. So there were uh, definitely some screenshots and stuff of people having like four reborn minions that aren't supposed to have reborn added in. That that can be very abusive, especially if you you know you target the right minions. So uh fun you know golden reborn spawn every game like every turn for free like seems seems okay you know i i'd run that right you i dude you could really go like america comp to the max right <laughs> like just <laughs> Dakota. Like, like just bomb reborn bomb reborn cadgar reborn or, or kangar reborn 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 parrot yeah reborn parrot oh my god that sounds so fun <laughs> It's like uh, a legit 
really hard to set up though it feels yeah, like that's what sure. you want to do in a low mmr game where you have like a lot of time and like, you mess around mm. boy that sounds like a comp i would love to play oh my god why can't Ooh man what what if there was a hero with a passive like that when you triple a minion give it reborn and divine shield like or something like that like oh, we can triple uh yeah reborn and shield yeah i guess you go all the way there yeah then you just you would you stay low you would go um you would go demons right that's what you would do right because you can you can yeah because you can stay low with the and then you get like golden imprisoner golden uh juggler you know like with the bind shield and reborn so you're never you're never getting scammed oh my god <laughs> that sounds disgusting actually that's yeah. it would be something for arana as well right she would yeah. just like roll hard you play starless wrath weaver with the all right oh i'm thinking <laughs> of a hero power you're thinking of a minion huh i see what you're saying right right my uh, uh my, my brain just jumped there of course that doesn't right. work i was i mished everything together <laughs> you could include a minion and a hero power actually the like, triples again yeah that, that that's that's interesting uh would that be broken? Maybe, right? Like, I mean, for the minion, it really depends what the base stats are. The right? minion, no, I don't think it would be broken, right? But the the hero, I could see it. Um, if you get the, the minion, rifle. the minion, you have no idea, right? If yeah. the base stats are good, <laughs> then one, 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 yeah, one base stats with shield. Huh? Funny. Anyways, um, whatever. Anyways, a... this this is not a big deal. Let's King got removed. Sad if you didn't get to use it. Uh. It, they said it's going to be removed for the rest of the patch. So that that I found a little bit shocking, right? Like that's a long time, right? Usually when they have like big bugs, it doesn't like they like a uh, server updated, yeah. right? But um, it's just the bell or something. I spam Lich King. Okay, that might be part of it as well. Like I snap Lich King a lot of the time. So <laughs> that's like, oh, I've been missing this guy. Okay. Yeah. That, that it's definitely it's definitely weird so uh it's gonna be gone for the foreseeable future we don't have an uh any uh say on or any we if we haven't heard any news on when the next patch will be so uh we'll just kind of have to wait and see but i like the hero so it's sad to see it go right always reliable right uh really always like picking it when beasts are in because you could go gold run and stuff like that but now that it's gone uh i have to do other things unfortunate rest in peace uh next topic we shall be talking about is our hero for the week or shall we talk about millhouse so i was surprised we hadn't talked about millhouse i remember wanting to talk about millhouse earlier but shady didn't want to now shady wants to talk about millhouse so things have changed you know you've got your practice in you're now ready <laughs> you're ready to go <laughs> I, mean, I like to i like to make sure you know i've tried it all out before we talk about it i i am the opposite like oh you know new hero i know exactly how this is going to turn out you know it's basically me but um now how's uh if we talk about history right it used to have a different ability uh where um i don't exactly remember the exact specific uh the specifics uh, from, from what i heard his levels were different where it was cheaper to level yeah tavern cost didn't cost one more um but even before that was 
even before that it it used to um it was different oh, okay. uh but i'm not gonna look it up but it, at at first it was unplayable or very tough to play just because of i don't remember the the difficulty was it that uh refreshes were three or no something something was there was a there was definitely a an issue that made uh this guy hard to play and then they um they made tavern costs uh they 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 changed it to disintegration and tavern costs didn't cost one more so people were able to level up um for free every time and the leveling up was really easy so you could always like um grab super hard with this hero uh one thing was that was super broken before they um they made the cost was you could always level sell something and get something new uh while you were leveling so there wasn't really any big drawback of leveling because you could always like remove your weakest minion for your strongest minion right and that just made things so easy to level and then you would get to five or six maybe you'd have a triple and then easy caligos right that was back in the days where caligos was the nuts as well so if you had the caligos I mean, super to be early. fair on millhouse cali is still pretty <laughs> insane right now. like i'll play i'll play cali on millhouse no problem okay man. that's that's true uh but Kelly was the nuts, and then on Millhouse in particular, it was extremely broken as well. So, um, it was just the dominant uh, strategy and the dominant like archetype to play uh, at the time. So they nerfed Millhouse a little bit. I, um, some people thought it would it would destroy the hero, but I don't think it really destroyed the hero. Um, Millhouse really has that benefit of being able to punish really hard early, and you can also get really powerful starts. Uh, before people used to always level on two with Millhouse. Now people have kind of uh, realized that you don't need a level on two. You can just uh, level on three and uh, make sure you get a like token starts or uh, mana uh, gold efficiency starts, and then uh, level on uh, ta tavern f or turn five anyways, and still use um, your early game prowess to level quickly from there. So still still pretty strong. Uh, with Quill Wars now added, you could you um, there's still a couple of things you can do right. Flat Tusk works pretty well with this hero since you can just buy and sell everything and have more tokens than normal uh, than you would normally have if you were playing any other hero. And uh, you know, Millhouse doesn't like rolling, so if you can get a board state that doesn't need to roll or do anything really, just <laughs> just get like Chaga and the V and the uh, uh, a magum right where you're getting like plus 12 plus 12 plus uh, for free without having to roll and do anything all right it really works well with millhouse so their cobras did uh, increase the power level a little bit just because you have that early game safety net and then you can get into situations where you don't have to roll and do any anything much to scale so still good hero um you know, I, I recommend it, especially that's when interesting. I, I don't really like Charlie with the uh, mouse, but yeah, sorry, finish your, your thought. On the, you don't like Charlie with anything, though. Let's be honest, this right? is you true. would always take a flat test over true. Charlie in every well, situation. I mean, you would too, right? Uh, not true. I've, 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 I've had, Come on. I've had Come some games on. where I had flat tusk and Charles, and I took the Charles, and I was, oh, I was, disgusting. I was, I was oh, scared. <laughs> I was sweating, but it worked out. You know, it, it's because the one thing with, with Charles that Flatus uh, doesn't have is you get that immediate scaling, right? So if you have that synergy with like um, 
the the beast and then you get like an immediate yeah. charles you get that yeah, scaling and if you're if you're scared of dying you know i remember i was like you know 10 hp or something flat touch charles i was like ah, i don't want to die go for charles then like two turns later i was like if i survived that turn that i took the charles flat test would have been better is <laughs> what i thought to myself but at least i survived you know and and i i got to like second place anyways it wasn't like bad but i was sweating a little bit but you know, I will say Flatus has shown to be more powerful overall, which well, at least has easier synergy. But Charles is like, you know, play it and hope that your minions are are good to support keeping the minions on the board. Um, but um, like, I mean, if you're if you're getting either one, like whatever, like it's it's okay, right? Flatus obviously better, but uh, either one yeah, will be. You hate Charles. <laughs> yeah, no, it feels like every like it feels like whenever I pick him and I, I died, like I look back, okay, what happened? Oh I I got very You're cutting off a little bit. Oh sorry. Uh so it feels like a lot of the time when I look at a game that didn't go well and I'm like, oh what what caused me to die here? It's like, oh I took a Charles. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like the okay, way how so I, I get a yeah. lot of sixes, right? Sometimes I don't get flat tusk and I get a charge and I pick the charge and the charge is okay, right? It's not like, hey, I got, I had to choose between flat tusk charge. I'm always, you know, I'm taking charge. Not all the, not common, right? Obviously not common. Flat tusk does have more potential to scale, right? But I've had taken some games where I get the charge and then, you know, you just play around it. You know, I had a game where I had like a charge and then I put a, a, a earth shaker in. I, I pick up a few gems, even though, um, the art shaker doesn't scale that hard, right? But you get like, you get one bacon buddy with a Charles, and, sure. then, and then you have but like, you put that's, in that's like, different. Then I'm shaker competent. It's whatever. Like it's like, oh cool, I have a sure, fancy man. Sometimes the Charles facilitates going into directions that if you didn't have any gem activation, you couldn't you couldn't really put in. So it, it's not um, like it's a lot easier to just go flat tusk and then put put everything on shaker. Da 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 da. da. But even if you have a Charles and then some other like one bacon bear uh, buddy or whatever, yeah, like yeah. That, no, sometimes I, that's enough. I think the games where I don't do well with Charles, a lot of the time, the, Charles is like pretty have, slow. Yeah, you have Charles and then no like other synergies. To... Yeah, I think you just need to roll hard to get strong fast. And a lot of the time what I like to do is I like to take powerful sixes and then actually go to six. And I think with the Charles, that's probably a no-no where... You gotta stay five. You gotta roll. You gotta get the Pumba. You gotta get yeah. the shields. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get the shaker, right? You gotta get the Agam or whatever skills with it. And and that's probably where some of my games I'm just like, eh, okay, you know, I wasn't strong enough to go to six. Or I went to six, but then I didn't get strong enough fast enough to justify going to six, those kind of things. So probably the games where I don't do well with Charlie. It's you know. anyways, let's talk some Millhouse, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's a nice little it's a nice little detour. Yeah. Yeah figure out where you might be doing better with the card than I am. And maybe some viewers, you know, share, share either of our positions. Yeah, uh, but... Do you have any closing thoughts on that? Uh, not necessarily. I think it's a good hero that you can pick up. I like it better with dragons, of course, but also with Quobors and, and stuff like that. But even when those aren't in, I still kind of pick it up because um, it, it's early game is really solid. And, and that, yeah, that... um, a lot of times, right, 
even if you're not you don't have the right pieces and stuff just being healthy into like turn seven can mean the difference between you not like not being last and being like top five or top four right so and this has that safety uh curve as long as you're playing in a in a safe manner and you're not you're not hyper leveling to five or six that i do sometimes where it's like i have no direction no triples let's just go <laughs> you know i sometimes do but uh it has a very good safe early game and i i think a lot of times that's what's that can prevent you from losing like the most amount of mmr so do you have a set leveling pattern with millhouse or are there certain variations Let, let's say up to tier four is that always the same for you um i guess so usually um the uh only time i wouldn't so i usually level to four on eight gold probably eight gold. Right? like just to do nothing turn with mailhouse right you're just yeah. like all right hit the button and maybe you know if you have a lot of gold and something juicy in the shop sure right but most yeah. games it's like hit the button sit right? yeah and the only time i don't do that is if i i my start was horrible and i didn't i'm just taking damage and then the shop is good as well right where it's just like okay I can't, I can't level here without, with, in good conscience, you know, I will, I will buy the, uh, the money. Another, another thing that's really nice is when like demons and pirates are in and you can just like buy the free money or like the extra yeah. money, right? The three the gold or the, yeah, or the plus one. Yeah. And then you can also level still and still have like the money efficiency. Ah, great for me, you know, but, uh, normally I think it might like yeah, go ahead. Normally, I will level to to four on eight gold. I was thinking like the only time I remember not going to four on that turn was when, like you said, my start wasn't amazing, and then my shop was like Menace, Deflecto, yeah. Sensei, Leaper, and I'm just I, like, I remember, <laughs> I remember doing the same. It's like, okay, I guess I'm like Mechs or 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 Tom yeah, Tom right. you don't want to play Mechs or Mill yeah. usually because you want to roll a bunch, but like. If I, you know, if I get like eight rolls worth of things immediately, then sure, right? Let's take it. So. Uh, yeah, so so maybe for, for anyone who's just like, you know, like stayed away from it. Because Millhouse is a little bit of a, I guess, intimidating hero, I think, if I you're a new player. Yeah, like, because Millhouse can feel like, I'm, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Oh, I can't roll. Ah, no direction. Ah, I'm dead. Right? It feels like you can fumble the game. Like, we're really, like, ah, things were going okay, and then they weren't. So... The, the the at least the basic strategy I employ with Millhouse is try to freeze a triple in the shop and turn that into a six drop. So most of the time, turn one, you're going to hope to find a token so you can buy token, sell token, buy something else. Then turn two, as we mentioned, Millhouse usually doesn't level on four gold. You just get to buy two things straight up. And then on five gold, you sell one thing, you buy one thing, and you level. So... You know, economy is amazing. Salamentals, Murloc Tidehunters, Swabby, Alley Cat. Those are the four economy, early economy cards. So whenever you have Millhouse and Champion Selection, you do want to look at, okay, what's in, what's out. I think Millhouse, that matters more than other heroes because if you do not have three of the four economy cards in, that's a huge handicap for Millhouse. Another type that's quite important is you want to see if dragons are in. It's not a mandatory thing. You know, if all four economy things are in and dragons are out, we'll be like, oh, I can't play Millhouse because dragons are out. But as we mentioned, Caligos is particularly powerful on Millhouse because he has a very easy time buying and selling battle grant cards, right? You can just empty the whole shop the whole time. 
Now, after that five goal turn where you've bought and sold, you've got your six goal turn. That's the fun one. It's like, ooh, buy, buy, buy. You get to just buy three things. Then seven gold, you level, you sell a thing, buy a thing. And then eight gold, as we mentioned, that's the do nothing turn most of the time where you're going to level to tier four and just sit. And then I think the nine gold turn is probably the most crucial turn in your whole game when you're playing Millhouse. And that's where you kind of make or break, you know, either you get a great Millhouse game or you're going to have to <clears throat> salvage the situation. If you have the triple frozen in the shop, that's usually where you can level the five for all the gold you have that turn, sell two things, buy your triple from the shop. The best one is to already have a elemental triple on the board. So you just have to sell. So you get to keep a full board. That's the best one. But obviously you can't always do that. And then you get a six drop on nine gold. And then we talked about, you know, Flat Tusk is amazing with Millhouse because buying and selling minions generates gems very easily. You get a Shaker, you get an Agam, it's very good. You get Caligos, it's very good. But just, you know, even, an, you know, an Eliza or an Imp Mama or a Gascord or something to keep you strong so that you can maybe stay one more turn on Tier 5 and then go straight to 6. You know, Millhouse does amazing on Tier 6, right? Millhouse loves Tier 6 because it's a lot of just buying and selling where other, other uh, heroes or champions, they need to be a little bit more selective. They can't just buy whatever. But Neil Hoskins was like, yep, 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 both, both, yep, just buy, 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 ching, ching, ching. And then, you know, you have a very strong board very fast. If you don't have the pair in the shop, that's where you get tested. That's the, those are the tough Millhouse games. That's where at least I roll on tier four a little bit to, usually you'll have one or two pairs ready to go. So I try to protect them. It's even best if one of the pairs is still in your hand where one is on the board and one is in the hand. This happens when you have a lot of economy early. You have like a bunch of Merlock Titans with an alley cats and you just get to hold something, right? So I try to protect those pairs on tier four while buying some strong minions. That might be Harbinger, an egg, a Bolvar, just, you know, something to not get decimated in that round. And then you can still have the triple show up in the shop. You can still freeze it. And the turn after you can still level and buy it. Sure, you're one turn behind on the six drop, but you're usually fine. So the, I guess that's my normal millhouse flow where it's either, okay, I've got my triple frozen, I'm cashing in my six drop on nine gold, or it's plan B, you know, try to salvage, roll on four, try to protect the pairs as long as you can. Uh, but sometimes, you know, nothing pops and you just, you have to do something weird, right? Yeah, where so that's like, plan C, right? Where nothing goes right <laughs> Yeah, nothing you. pops, yeah. yeah. Those those are the mech millhouse games. Those are the taunt count millhouse games. Those are the, oh God, I guess I just have big fertile and I'm spamming demons millhouse game you know those things can happen where you're just you know like you had a weaver right you had a weaver pair nothing popped you, you pick up two big fernals because it's in the shop and before you know it you're just buying and selling demons and you triple into a maganas and you're like hey this kind of works sure whatever yeah those are those are the games where you're not trying to win where you're really just looking to salvage to make sure other people get killed faster than you do right hopefully you're you haven't taken like crazy amounts of damage are in the bottom but you can like maybe survive an extra turn before other people and then you know go and squeeze into top four or squeeze like top five or something like that you know um, not every game you're gonna hit the nuts and and get the perfect setup to to win the lobby right but in those games where especially with millhouse where you don't get as many rolls to hit the the pairs and stuff right you can find yourself in situations where there's not a lot of clear direction but you can you can definitely find pieces to salvage and get a, like a decently strong board so that uh you're not taking as much damage as the people uh below you just something to keep in mind because it happens to millhouse 
often where people just uh, level to four level to five and then don't hit the triple and then don't know what to do and then like roll roll five times and be like well i mean i'm no house I'm guess guy, I'm guess i lose yeah and then they, they give up mentally so um if those situations happen you just have to look at the shop and see how can i make myself like incrementally stronger right just to because because you'll be surprised how how often like that one extra minion that you add or something that's that's an upgrade will be the difference between like you know dying a turn slower or turn faster right anytime you you get a uh, perfectly lethal right sometimes it's rng right but sometimes uh, it's like you, miss, like yeah, you miss something in the shop that could have made you a little, that yeah. little bit stronger to survive that's the um i think with millhouse for that reason it's it's even more important to really really you know try to curate your board so that you have the most amount of chance to make use of the shop right, right. where you have that menagerie, that setup menagerie set up yeah i got the dragon i got the yeah. merle or you know i got three types so i can you know because you know even a cup or the mug or whatever the, the plus one plus one that's one gold that's fine right that's plus three plus three your board one gold you find the jug that's great clunkers leapers dragon buffs you're you know, the one that a lot made of me incorporate that into my uh Sure. Right, right, yeah, it's it's kind of a thing where like, oh, I'm playing Millhouse. So a lot of the time, you know, when early you're deciding on your unit, um, you can get either the Acolyte or you can like the Taunt Dragon or the Murloc. And especially on Millhouse, I'll be more inclined to set up a Rockpool pair or a Dragon pair instead of an Acolyte pair because, you know, they have types. So either I'm going to, you know, set up my Caligos a little bit better or I'm going to set up my Jugs or whatnot um whereas the acolytes you know doesn't benefit you know it doesn't mean you never get acolyte on millhouse i have acolyte pairs all the time it's just you know you do want to favor those types because you want to make sure you can utilize those buffs or you know get your caligos off the ground a little easier <laughs> the amount of gold pairs i'm running recently it's disgusting <laughs> wait which pairs? ghoul pairs like just ghoul <laughs> okay <laughs> tell me more what is this i know i just like sometimes the pairs are ghouls and i'm just like i'm gonna run them i'm gonna i'm gonna pick it up and then oh, like, you mean on you mean on millhouse like the not, six gold shop yeah i don't know sometimes yeah i'm but trying like, to figure out <laughs> just, i'm trying to figure out in what kind of shop i'm buying two ghouls you know I, it's like turn six and then i get two ghouls and two one drops and i'm just like the right. six gold turn yeah turn four yeah and, and i'm just like all right i'm just taking this and then like they they blow up my opponent's board right of course you know because i'm not gonna have synergy with ghoul if i'm thinking yeah, yeah. right and it's like okay i tied okay i tied again okay well i'm just gonna keep these <laughs> you know? i will say two a lot better than one right because yeah. like being especially you fight someone like Zyrella, the board is made of two twos it's just like everything gone. i look for how uh, many murlocs my opponent has yeah and i'm just like okay right, they have tokens yeah. Murlocs and beasts, right? yeah, <laughs> they have tokens you know and i'm just like all right there we go it's it's not it's not like a it's not common i just like i see it i see myself doing it and just like groaning and then being like oh i tied you know and, just, and then um, i triple it and i'm like well i guess this is my game and then and then i i remember i i had two ghouls and i was like do i take this do i take this deflector and it's just like is this really <laughs> Is this really the question I'm asking? I think it's three one. Welcome. <laughs> uh, I mean, you buy it probably, and then you sell the goods. I, I, I do buy it. Yes. 
I'm just like, but that well, was... I mean, the flick though is a bit salvageable, right? Because you can have a mummy or something yeah. reset it by the time it's time to attack. Right. No, but the the golden ghoul you were talking about, like, like I I saw something really cool, like a really really old school build. There's maybe some some listeners that have never even heard of that build. It's it's kind of like the old school Exodia build, where it. you have a golden ghoul, you have it. a baron, no. you have like a, what is it, a rat pack or a wolf, anything that dies and produces beasts. So the way how this works is. You blow up your own board, which has like either a rat pack or wolf, something that produces beasts, right? Uh, usually a rat pack, I think, where you'll get a board full of beasts, and then the goldrin will go off, and it'll buff all those things repeatedly. And then maybe you throw in a selfless there, like they get divine shield, and there's a baron, like making everything better. And and I died to that, and I was like, wow, <laughs> that guy must have just gotten two ghouls randomly and then tripled and be like oh i tripled him into a gold ring he's like wait a minute i know what this does right i can actually make this into something because oh, i'm thinking how else are you get a golden ghoul so that's you know immediately reminds me of that i i i've never liked that conk dude it felt so cheese it always it felt to me like <laughs> if you're if you have this comp, why not just go regular beasts you have the goldrin and you have the baron why are you adding this random ghoul just to do like if if your opponent is George, okay, like acceptable. <laughs> but other than that, I'm just like, why are you doing this? Just go. People are tired of losing for going second. That's why, because the fucking parrot is gonna get sniped. Or, you know, like it's not gonna. You know, you get wind fury or whatnot. It's it's so crazy the amount of times I play beast and it's like, well, let's see if I go first or if I lose. Right. So yeah, that's such a big deal. That is true. That it's is it's like crazy. The that's one that's issue. He's played game, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like sometimes you're so strong, it doesn't matter, right? Like a lot of the time, you're going to have uh, Acolyte with a Reborn Taunt or a Divine Shield Taunt. So you're kind of protected versus Wind Fury, but still, you can see where they have the zap. And you're just like, well, either my parrot goes off with or without a Baron. We'll see what happens, whether I go first or not. Yeah, and it's frustrating for the other guy, too, because it's like, I have a zap. I'm countering you. Oh, but you went first, so it didn't matter. <laughs> so your entire board's buffed anyway. Yeah. That's. That that is something uh i would love to address just like making being able to uh, affect how to go going first percentages and stuff like that i i do i really like the idea of who has less minions you know yeah, and, like you take you take the handicapping, yeah. right? but then people can like five hit each other, and you end yeah, up with like five exactly. minions on the board. I'd love to see that, like someone running three minions. I mean, five minions, just to be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna go first. Like I don't care, I'll just run five. You know, it's like damn, okay. You know, if you can deal without a, if you can deal with the absence of an extra minion, you know, someone says, oh, what about pirate scam? But like, uh, like whatever, that that comp wins regardless. <laughs> <laughs> that comp doesn't need to go first yeah, or second yeah. the time. Like yeah. now that blood gems are in you, it's so you just easy count to get it, yeah. out of that range. So it's not a big deal. But yeah, yeah so it, I, it's true. Yeah, so I, I didn't. I don't know uh, if that's like a real argument, but I, I thought it'd be nice just to have a way to deal with. Like I want to go first. Okay, Solomon. It is. I think the idea is cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but. Regardless, we've been on Millhouse for a long time. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes you've got to talk about Millhouse and segue into a whole lot of stuff, uh, you know. Which, which, you know, like maybe a little bit of an ending there. Like, you usually don't want to play Beasts on Millhouse, by the way, because Beasts is a lot of rolling. I, I played it one time because Bob was like, 
you know, you tripled into a gold rune and there's a parrot and a baron in the shop. I'm like, okay, sure, right, I'll take it, right? Yeah, that, but most that, of the time, that know. is usually don't get baited. Really don't get baited way. into playing peace. Yeah, so, I, I triple anything into... that's like hyper. Yeah, you just don't want to do it. Like you know, scam com, same thing, right? When you're rolling just for Cadgar and Baron, man, you do not want to be paying two gold for those rerolls all the time. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, if if your shop already is like you get an Eliza and your shop already has like. A scallywag or something you're like yeah I, what else am i doing yeah, yeah. i mean that for sure but i feel like if if so if i would be in that let's say i tripled into eliza and there's a scally in the shop then sure i'll run that but then i think on mill has my most probable course of action would be oh i'm strong now let's just go to six and then let's just you know buy strong stuff and sure you know if, if bob gives me barons and cadgars i'll play it but most of the time it'll be like, oh, I rolled into Cali or I rolled into Bran Amalgadon, Primal Finn, and just do something like that just because it's so it's so taxing to just roll for two for, you know, like two or three units. Fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> oh my lord. Uh we're gonna be talking about Bronze Warden. I I I've speaking of dragons, speaking of Caligus, but regardless, regardless uh this card, I think, is a four drop disguised as a three drop. If I'm gonna be honest, like this yes, card, this guy is really good. Yeah, uh, anytime I'm taking like ten plus damage in the early game, it's because they have one or more copies of this card, and then they kill it, and the reborn pops up with divine shield, and I pop the divine shield, but then it still has that two one body left over, and I'm just That's like, so why am I taking? 13 damage because he has a 2-1 and then my extra 1-1 one, one didn't finish off his minion. It's just like, oh my god, dude. It's so, so frustrating to just watch your team be like, one hit into the bronze, two hits into the bronze, three hits into the, the bronze, and uh, no fourth hit, right? Yeah. It's just like, wow, you could, you guys could have removed like eight or nine more damage points, but everything went into the little bronze one. Yeah, it's it's it, it's an annoying card. I it's really one of the cards that like helps you if you level early, right? Like this is what you're looking for, right? So one of the reasons why you're really looking for dragons if you're gonna hyper hyper level or dragons in the minion types, because if you can hit this or a couple of these, right, you're pretty much not gonna take any damage in the early game. So it 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 it, it is annoying. It, I, I say annoying, but I pick it up. I like the card, right? Yeah. I like it because it exists, and I have to pick it if I not don't want to die. And you can utilize this card for a, a lot of. Um, of like other compositions that's another like key thing right it fits yeah. into menagerie it fits into taunt comp fits into classic just um you know earth shaker comp ground shaker comp fits into just um divine shield right sometimes you run bronze warden and then the other dragon the three six dragon you're just like okay well uh i get two two divine buffs off of this one card so my three six dragons are going to be significantly stronger than if i ran any other divine shield besides like deflect or reset all right so in the early game if you don't have a direction right that can be um good enough to keep you healthy so uh there's a lot of like little things right it also works with cat guard oh I yeah mean, oh, about to say, like two chads <laughs> and this thing in the front oh, and like God. they they go first and they hit it and you're like oh it's gonna go off yes <laughs> board full of wardens it's uh dude i'm getting annoyed <laughs> just <laughs> listing but yes this card has a lot of synergy and it uh it's very strong it's very strong lots of synergy good card you know that's kind of 
how I look at it. And uh, once again, also really, really good if you get a Caligos as well, right? Like it gets that immediate divine shield value. So sometimes you don't need the Nadina. And another thing, even if you do hit Nadina, then you taunt this card. And then you're like, okay, it goes in, and then uh, then Nadina gives the divine shield back. So there's really like, it's hard to find a drawback with this card. <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, so, the yeah. drawback would be, I guess, that the triple is a little underwhelming. Like you triple, you're like, eh, you know, yeah. didn't really do that much. But better. then you like, get not... a six drop, you know, most. Of the yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but you know, there's like, you know, like you triple a ground shake, you're like, oh, mama, right? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a triple right there, right? You triple an egg, that's a sixteen, sixteen. You know, those things matter. So, okay. you know, but yeah, it's an amazing card. You know, the triple being a bit underwhelming. You'll still take it a lot of the time because you know, hey, you gotta take your shot for Cali or whatever. Like uh, that's fair. I, I, I mean, like it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching here. I'm reaching, right? It's like, oh well, if you have three of them, it's obviously not as good as you. <laughs> fair enough, but yeah, I, I, I think this is a. Um, I would say it's been an influential card since it came out. Um, in that. Um, it can, it can be sometimes like, uh, a game deciding card, like sneakily, like sometimes you'll take like six extra damage because your opponent had like two of these early and then you'll die, like, you know, by five and you, and you don't think back to, oh, if my opponent didn't buy that bronze warden on that turn, I would right. be healthy and able, you know, you don't think about games like that you're you're blaming the guy who killed you instead of the guy who got two bronze wardens the turn right before he was supposed to and now he's dealing an extra six to you that does that wasn't supposed to be there in that game state because it has reborn and you can't you can't yeah. one shot it so this is the this is the minion you're really targeting when you're power leveling right if you can visualize like what you want the shop to look like <laughs> like let's say you level on five gold that's the typical powering to three you just want like two of these or this and the deflecto or this and the buff dragon, the emissary. Like those that that duo has saved me so many times when I power level. I open a warden and an emissary. I'm like, oh, four, three, taunt reborn, divine shield of a four, four. You know, you just start winning already, or at least tying, right? Usually when you power level, you start winning or tying on seven gold. This way you usually already tie or win on six gold, even though you have half the guy's minions. Yeah. This AFK used to be good because of this hero minion, you know. A you remember that hero AFK? No one knows that hero anymore. Used to be good because you could start with double bronze sword, and now it's a lot harder uh, to get that starts. There's more things in the pool, but even then, like it's still what you look at, right? Like when you play AFK, you know, if let's say your pack is like so bad, you look at AFK, like mm, maybe you want to see if mechs and dragons are in for you know this guy and deflecto and uh sensei and what if that. you got four choices instead of three that would be i mean like just discover but plus one yeah like yeah because they did it for plus two it, and AFK, right AFK so is struggling. okay yeah. that's a cool thing to work with because yeah. hook dusk was too good yeah. they brought her down to two yeah. which is still a bullshit hero by the way <laughs> you know i want to point that out everyone's like yeah my f is gone right like the amount of times i have a uh, just hooked us was like 
I just went to three. How do you have two five drops on your board? What the hell is this crap, right? It's just like insane power spikes sometimes. And we know they get like the token makes a token and the token makes a token. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> unlimited gold and triples and everything. Yeah, yeah. We all have those hooked those games as well, where you're just like, you just token it to token it. It's just like, oh, well, this is silly, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean, she's still busted, by the way. Don't Don't let them fool you. But the uh, yeah, it's I think it's a cool concept to think about it. You know, like we can bring discoveries down to two. What if we take them up to four? You know, like and if it's still crap, what if we take them to five? Right, your entire screen is full of cards. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, like, you just you just choose from the three drop pool. Just, just choose from the three drop pool. <laughs> that would be so nutty. Oh my god, double hand for the every game. I love it. <laughs> Would I go double hack every game? I'd probably not, right? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I was <laughs> is just double hank every game, right? Double hank. <laughs> oh man! But I, I, I thought about you. Like I was playing Reno and I was struggling, and I golden the hank and I got top two. I was like, yeah, man, Carlos would have loved this game. <laughs> I would have loved it. That's what I love to see, dude. I've done that a couple times. Doesn't always work, especially if you lose the first battle, then you've basically lost the whole game. <laughs> but sometimes significantly worse when you lose. Yes, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it works out. You're, you're, you're like, okay, I, I, I believed. You know, I never doubted you. That kind of thing. But yeah, I, I, you know, just we've been having a lot of tangents this podcast. But if we were to adjust uh, AFK, I think um, that would be something to look at because. I really do think what minion you start with really dictates like how you how you go from there like even more than like getting an extra token or whatever right but because like you get double bronze warden you can just level the three and then yeah you're you going to go your coin yeah, yeah so. you even get two rolls right you get to just you know spend the gold rolling yeah so it's it's something to look at you know if, if uh, any designers are in this uh Listen in, you know. Take a free look at advice. It. Take it up to four. Let's. Yeah, let's I don't that. usually give that, you know. So I uh, actually. It might break mobile. Like maybe they can do it for that, right? Like because it's like <laughs> maybe a, it takes up that, the entire. That's a sad would... excuse. I don't like that excuse. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> might be the might be the play though. That is not. I I am not okay with that. That is the reason we can't do it. No, give me a better excuse. You know, find find something else to appease me. But yeah, um. I do think the hero, the minion is really good. I think um, if you played for a while, you should know that it just it has a lot of synergy. It hits people hard, right? Like we talked about getting hit, but we also to talk about you know taking out people's health pools early before they get to scale, right? Bronze Warden does that super super well. Uh, a lot of times, it's like the only minion that I is left on my opponent's board or my on my board. I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry, you're taking an extra six or three or whatever. And, um, you know, it just, it hurts, right? Especially when you hyper level and then you have a bronze warden and it's the only thing that survives. It's just like, oh, you're taking like an extra, I leveled. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're losing. <laughs> oh my God. It feels so bad or good, depending on what side of the coin you're at. Uh, but yeah, um, good hero, good minion, you know, da -da 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 -da. let's uh, move on to the next topic. Speaking of good heroes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, so i mean there's two ways of looking at this one is like we were perfectly correct in our analysis of these heroes and the other one is I the truth wrong. 
the, the other way. You were there. bigger on, you know, you were bigger on mutinous. So, I know. I think we were both completely, uh, entirely wrong in how good or we or bad we thought these heroes would be. Uh, I was thinking, oh, um, mutinous would be the better of the two. Guff is too janky to work. You you have to like buy yeah. good ones and twos, and you have to level, is what I said. And, I should have realized this is a leveling game. You know, people like leveling. Why, why did I not think about that? You know, people will find a way to level if you can level safely. And Guff is lets you level safely in a way. Um, and it also kind of um, lets you pick up more units than you normally have available, right? So sometimes if there's a Hydra... I'm like, oh my god, yes, let's go. This is my four. For yeah. the rest of the game, I'm done with the, that number, right? Where it's like, oh, if normally you can't just like pick a Hydra carefree and just be like, oh yeah, this is going to be good for the rest of the game. You can with this hero. Things with Divine Shield are always like just like premium now. You you, you don't have to like sell them at any point or, or something. You can just find a way. And it'll let you get into like early triples or whatever, just... Um, or early early fives, early sixes, and then you can go from there and just like throw away the pieces you don't need. Right? You get a flat tusk. Okay, that's your six. Da da da. I'll just go agam comp, and then I just have a hydra. Like okay, like it's fine. Like I just have like a random, like micro machine, and I put a um, what's it called? I put module on it. Yeah, and then it's good. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. So there's there's a lot of like. There's a surprising amount of like useful like low tier minions that actually you can keep. Uh like even even the um even on two, right? Uh the one that I saw a lot of people using was the the one if you triple you get you keep the divine shield. Um right, the four three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they just use that and then it's like it, they triple it and then bam. The then, uh the best two drop I've seen, uh, at least in my opinion, selfless? is ritualist. Oh, no, ritualist. Ritualist. Like, ritualist early. Oh man, that's so good. Like you just keep adding stats to it, and Fair then enough. survives it and buffs the others. It's. I've seen. Yeah, I mean, like, and then Macaw yeah. as the three. And yeah, then, if, then... if you can get that, of course, yeah. that's highly synergistic. Yeah. But I mean, standalone, I'm probably the happiest to open a ritualist onto. When I'm but look at how many options there actually are. <laughs> like, sure. hey, that's that is something to to, to take note. No of. real terrible lot. Like I, I played it with a two four Murloc, and I just like yeah, four base yeah. health. I played it totally with the two, with, I started with the dragon, the one two dragon, and then I got the two four dragon. And that sure. was like so yeah. good. I was just like winning every battle. I was like, oh, this is this is not hard. I was like, I had three minions. They had like five, and I won. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh yeah. It's, it's hey, I think Guff right now is probably you know one of the only, if not the only guy I would just push five with, kind of brazenly, where you're just like, all right, time to just go I five with every minions. Yeah, sure, sure. But you know, like but coming it's from even me, easier with this one. Yeah, right. A lot of the time you just go like, well, I have my four. There is nothing left for me here. Let's yeah. go to five. Yeah, Let's get that light fang, baby. You know, let's just because th that's what you look at as well when you play this guy uh, for me at least a lot of the time because i know i'm most likely just pushing five it is really nice to sort out the mythrax sort out the well, lights yeah, ahead of time yeah, yeah. yeah so so when you can choose like you know which one do i take and if it's close you take the one that you don't have yet the type you know like the beast yeah. or the murloc or whatnot because a lot of the time you do just naturally end up on five 
and then you do want to be able to pick up that Mithrax or Lightfang with great synergy. Yeah, that's, that that is Menagerie works really well with this hero for sure because of how likely you are to go to five, and then how likely you are you to like hit a Lightfang, hit a even brand Menagerie kind of stuff. Right, there's so many Mithrax as well. There's a lot of Menagerie stuff on five, so. When you go to five early, you just go. For, you just uh, don't get me wrong. You can pump comp really well with this guy <laughs> as well, right? I've played it. I've stayed on four. No complaints there, right? Usually, when you get your deflecto early, and then your four drop is like either a champion or a Kiraji or something. Like, hey, sure, that's true. You start with yeah. Acolyte for your one. Yeah, exactly. And, right? and then you it's... get the uh, ritualist, and then you get the Arn one three, and then you get the. <laughs> <laughs> the champion is like, hey. <laughs> like, something that's also been common is like i haven't hated homunculus on this guy we're just like yeah sure okay it's just gonna have okay. a lot of hp and it's good and and i know then you know if i see a champion later on i'm just like okay i'm gonna have a reasonably high base health taunt because you know obviously the way how i play the game like i'm i'm more i'm looking for those options to incorporate taunt into the comp more uh so i'm usually thinking like oh can I just buy and play a champion when I hit it? A lot of the time I try to set up my board in that way because I think that minion is really good if you don't have to, you know, first find the Argus to make it work. If you first have to find the Argus to make it work, it's a little risky to pick it up. But if you have a big taunt already, you know, that thing, that it's kind of like a gold grubber in a way yeah, where I you have, yeah, right. You have one big taunt, that's a golden minion because the chance that that gives plus two, plus two is really high. But then the condition to turn it into plus four, plus four, plus six, plus six isn't, oh, I need the golden more things. It's just one Argus. That's all. <laughs> or just like module or something. So that, that's another thing with Gutfly. If you can get a big taunt early, it's very easy to just like, oh, I'm on four. An another one is the uh, the new demon, the uh, the one that scales right. if you have fewer minions on your board, uh, fewer than seven. I haven't because I picked up the, that minion. I gotta be oh, it's been good for me, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you naturally no, don't have a full I board. I don't see it. I just don't see it. That's or maybe my brain hasn't registered that that's a card yet. That happens to me sometimes yeah. where I just don't see new cards because I'm like, ah, it's it's not a card I'm thinking about. So my brain like filters it out automatically. So I had that for the longest time with ghouls. Like yeah. even though I knew I was fighting a George and I knew I was looking for a ghoul, I would still skip ghouls because that's such a generic minion. Just learn to filter out a lot of the time. Fair enough. But yeah, it's a. Uh... All right. So guff. What about mutinous? Guff. Good. Good. Apparently, one of the better heroes. Right. Like that's we did not think that was gonna happen but uh it, it's I think he's ranking first on the uh, hs replay yeah right so now. uh one of the better heroes is what i would pay one of his you, you would you would say oh he's ranking first i would just say he's one of the better heroes right now you know we were close if i say he's one of the better heroes if you're saying he's ranking first well then we look very stupid <laughs> so you know it's well i mean Look at the this. sample size it's like 9k like yeah, you know, yeah. these guys all 9k what do they know right like maybe in like the 13k regions even though people aren't 13k and you know like maybe got not so i, I would i wouldn't even be surprised if lord jaraxxus is good on 13k like just like it the the meta there it doesn't doesn't have to make sense um but yeah it's a good hero very very strong uh likes leveling so should have should have known it would have worked, <laughs> but we got it wrong. Uh, Mutinous, however, a little bit different. Um, 
you don't you don't it's not a hero power you use um super often in the early game right you use it on on turn three sometimes right but uh it's only like once you start getting to like tavern three are you using it like every turn afterwards i think so i've been trying to sneak it in here and there where uh i've, I've even had taverns where i find the two six pirates ah, and I just, yeah, okay. yeah that's that's the big money guy right like oh plus two plus that's six i'll find I it too, yes. yeah that's the best one right but like sometimes you'll just have like a token in the shop and you still like your brain starts spinning like okay how do i like buy this guy sell this guy and I still get the token and it somehow works out like but yeah most of the time it's like on eight gold you're really happy to do it right like yeah. you, you do it on five gold and you do it on eight gold I think sometimes six or seven gold, depending on what you have bought, like tokens or you know what you're hero powering. There could be an exception because this because this guy feels better than I thought he'd be, just because of how I underestimated how you can just keep um, you can just keep trying. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way, yeah. right? You just like you you get a big thing and then it transfers to the next thing and eventually it jumps on the deflecto. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, big deflecto. Yeah. Cool. That that is the nice thing, right? Like, so let's say you get the you get the two six pirate, and okay, this happened to me. I got the two six pirate, uh, aided, went on my arc acolyte, and I'm like, well, it's a four eight acolyte, you know, turn five, like whatever. <laughs> I don't care. You're right? winning. Then, You're winning. Yeah, but then you just keep eating whatever you target until you hit something you want, or until you hit that deflector, you hit that cleave or whatever, and you're just you're good, right? So let's say you get the five five, you target it, it hits like. Your two two or whatever. Next thing you just target the two two, unless it's unless it's life fang, then you're keeping that. But let's say it's just a random like high end or something. Just target that, and then bam, you know it moves on to something else, and you can just keep doing that. So you're never really losing that value. You're always, you're going to eventually get that value somewhere you want it. It might just take longer than you want, but you will get that value, and you can always do it since you're getting the gold back. It's not you're not. It's not a waste of of an ability or anything to use your ability, right? You're getting that gold from selling. So um, the only thing is like bacon, bacon that relaxer. That's that's like one of the fuse where you you have to like but decide. A, a lot of the time, you know, the, like I had this actually today. You mm. see a bacon and you see a two three turn one, and then your instinct is, oh, buy the bacon. But you're like, wait, if I hear a part of two three, it's it plus better, two yeah. plus three instead of two two. So you know, buy the two three, right? Yeah. yeah. So you'd only buy the bacon if, you know, the rest is just worse than a tutu, which is unlikely, right? Because yeah. like even a micro mummy, you, you should take the mummy and you'd buy something from the five gold shop and hero power. Yeah. There. So uh, it, it's got a lot. Of, it's its value is relatively consistent, and you can use it early. At, at least turn five, you can use it, and then once you get into like tavern three, right? You can start. You you can use pretty pretty much use it every turn. And it works out, and you're getting you're getting an extra, um, you know, let's say four four or five five and scaling, right? Like for free, right? Like that you don't have to, you don't have to work too hard to to do. Um, so it's pretty good, right? It's always nice when you can buy a battle cry and then just eat it and then you know, double the value yeah. and stuff like that, right? Buy a mug, get yeah, this plus guy six, plus me. six, eat it, plus three, plus three. Ah, I love it. Yeah, you get to clean it up at the end for sure. Like, this guy for me really feels like just a pure tempo hero where 
it's not much it's not much fancy with like trying to get huge triples it's just okay i'm just gonna keep swapping stats around i'm gonna get to tier four buy some divine shields buy some good targets and just try to get you know like that big deflecto or that big bulvar or whatnot yes it's pretty good so um turns out uh blizzard added two good heroes into the pool not that common, I would say, for them. Credit, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, a lot of times they have like three new minions and then one is good. And then the two are like, I never want to see these in my games, you know. So kind of interesting to have two good heroes um, that do things kind of replacing Maiev in a way. Right? It's weird, right? Oh, Maiev's too strong. And then bam, new hero, best in the game. Like... <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I, I think I have a lot of this was just a campaign against her where, you know, like uh, I saw a lot on Twitter. People like, oh, I hate this hero. I hate this hero. It's so bullshit. So, yeah, I feel like that probably played somewhat of a role into it. You know, combined with her obviously having the best stats in the game. it's I think it's easy to justify it as well there. He's like, oh, she was the best hero in the game for too long. Like, we're moving guff like next week. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's like, they're on the game, right? I, you know that's not happening. So it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I, don't I think know. you know. If anything, it'll just get the togwag old treatment. Like it's plus one, plus one now. Yay, right? You know, if if it turns out, you know, let's say people start refining him and he gets even stronger, and the the gap do anything? Do you think? Yeah, he gets a lot weaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, you go, you know, like right now, a lot of it is just like, oh, I get a deflecto, I get a Hydra. Oh, I know that attack yeah. just goes up yeah, pretty fast. You, so. Like Hydra with yeah. scale, like it, it does if you if it only had one attack. Yeah, so anyway, that Literally would be a pretty big nerf. Yeah. yeah, pretty big nerf. You know, just half. You just get half of the scaling. It's unfortunate, but we were wrong. That's the main point of this. Uh, you know, we are rarely ever wrong so i felt it was necessary to you know make a big whole topic i like how we don't i don't put we're wrong anywhere in the in the image you know <laughs> you have to be paying attention to hear this now but we 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 will normally often get things wrong especially new things that's why i don't really like um making predictions because i'm not very great at it but uh, better than we thought definitely you want to play these heroes if you can get them so and they're they're relatively fun i would say so i'll go for it uh next topic we have is tripling based on minion type so i think this is one um that's pretty interesting in that um until i would say until shady really like started talking about it was really when i started like paying attention to this uh uh this game uh idea or, or the strategy where you just have to be aware of what is in the shops uh before you can but when you're making deciding when to triple or what to triple right so normally i just triple six every game and then you know i'll manage whenever i get three elementals and i'm like ah you know little rag is good is what i tell myself <laughs> you know it's uh, <laughs> That's that's what I do, uh, but uh, I've noticed you know that doesn't always work out for me. You know, if the elementals are in and you know there's no other like real like easy scaling, uh, it can be tough, right? So, um, I think for a lot of the uh, there's like two types of six drops, I would say um, six drops that 
immediately act okay three i guess three types there are six drops that immediately activate right so those are like you instantly play it and you're immediately stronger right so like eliza da 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 immediate like gas curler and mama those those you you get early you destroy people right they there's not a lot of easy ways to deal with that extra power level then there's um scaling but that scaling that happens super quickly right so those are the second ones where like charga i guess would count flat tusk counts right if you survive that turn with flat tusk then you get you hit like an agam bam you're like you're the strongest in the lobby like it's it happens very very fast eliza ha fits both of those criteria, right where she's so good right yeah <laughs> where you you get her immediately and then you're already strong and then just a little bit of extra like one scallywag one you know baron and then bam you're like destroying people right she fits that criteria and then there's also that third type where it's slow it's the caligos it's the little the ella uh, the little rags right where you need i would say you need like two copies for it to really be um powerful or punching people right when you get double little rag right that actually feels pretty good when you get double kelly goes that actually feels pretty good right but if you get one and you're you're fighting someone with the other two types you get destroyed because like one kelly goes and then the dude has an eliza and you're just like okay and then one kelly goes dude has like a mom and you're taking like 13 or yeah. 20 right and, and if you look in the um if you look in the shops a lot of times you'll be able to identify what type based on what's available right so if pirates are in right you've got that boat you've got P eliza right those those are really in the top in the do does really work early right and then and then you also have the eliza that can scale into late game right um elementals don't really have that right elementals have little rag which takes a while it has genie which takes a while right you're not going to get that value immediately Dragon, same thing, right? Dragon has Caligos, and then Nadina is supplementing Caligos, right? So Nadina kind of fits in the instant value, but you need that setup. So it doesn't really work in that you're going to you're going to get a Nadina and instantly be strong, right? It's it's you set up, and then you get Nadina, and then you're strong. Uh, mechs, same thing, right? Mechs have the full Reaper. Demons have the Imama. Beasts have Goldrin, right? Goldrin is more of a it take, it's 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 more of an adino right where if you don't have the setup beforehand you're yeah. not going to be strong most of the time but sometimes it's exactly what you want yeah most and, of and then gas crawler as well is is the immediate strength so um if you're looking at what's in the pool and you see oh elementals are in mechs are in you know beasts are in or, or dragons are in right the the chance that you're going to hit something that requires like two copies of it or something that requires like super late scaling or lucky being lucky or having the perfect comp already right full dragons already or something like that is really high so you have to be careful when those are like those are what are you looking at whereas if you're getting like pirates demons you know beasts and stuff like that where you can easily get like gas coiler boat eliza uh quillbores i don't know why i didn't put quillbores in there but quillbores of course right that then you you know there's a very high chance you can hit uh a, uh, a minion yeah, that can that can pop off really fast or scale really easily so um i wasn't doing this a lot 
until Shane Yu was always hating on elementals. And I'm like, why is he hating on elementals so hard? Every time I talk about Litterag, he's like, get out of here because the card is trapped. <laughs> I'm just like, there's a reason, of course, there was. And uh, it's just because the requirements for those type of minions are requires either you need like two of you need two sixes and then you have to hit both of them right the same type right if you have a cali ghost and a little rag it's not gonna work like oh i got two of them but no you have to hit double cali double rag you know rag genie something like that where you've got that scaling and then synergy in the scaling as well right like um nadina cali works as well right like even even though it's it doesn't skill as fast. You're getting that instant power. It's it's like it having an Eliza in a way, yeah, yeah. So um, that is something you have to be aware of, right? So sometimes when I I do well with um, with dragons or elementals or stuff like that, I'm always playing a hyper leveling hero where I got doubled six drops and stuff like that super early, and then it's very easy to smooth right where. If I get like one six or or the wrong six or the wrong triples and stuff like that, it's like oh, I had a Kelly early, but it wasn't enough. Da, 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 da. I had to work at switch, and then I, and then someone beat me with Quillbores or Eliza or something like that, and I'm like ah, what went wrong? Right, it's because um, the minion quality doesn't scale as fast as what's required to stay strong in this particular meta game. So um, I thought it was interesting, you know, just uh. uh we haven't, I, I guess I haven't put it in this clear format where you, there are specific minions that skill in specific speeds and what's required of them can be how fast you die or how fast you, you can win from there, right? Eliza is very, very favorited for me and, and, and Shady because you, you can pick it up, be strong, and then get significantly stronger from there. So there's no like, weak point of scaling where Caligos right has that weak point that vulnerability phase where if you don't get two or you don't get you you're not already full dragons or you you know you don't get the nadina or whatever even if you get like full dragon board and you don't have a nadina you can still get outscaled right and that that didn't used to happen where if you had the Caligos that was all you needed right but nowadays there are pe uh, comps that can compete so um it's just something to be aware of or sub especially if you level to six a lot like i do just looking at the minion types and seeing what's in and what how strong can they scale and how quick can they scale uh and uh just using that to see maybe i shouldn't go for a six this game maybe i should go for a five maybe i should stay on four etc cetera, etc cetera. but you know you kind of uh opened my eyes to this you know just like dying multiple times with multiple six drops in the game in my in my board and i'm like what's going on you know that's the kind of the good thing. stuff is out right you're like why am i here right? uh, in a way in a way but... we, we described those three types there but you know like there's the unfortunate fourth set where it's, it's not being a canker that's true that's true okay so usually you just ignore those you know you're not like the chance you get three of the the four type is super low so at least most of the time you're gonna get one of those three that you're gonna pick up but that is true you can get like zap kanger and like a nadina with no dragons that's why we talked about the elementals because elementals just times two that chance because they add three more useless things to the pool so i can now get my zap my kanger 
my Nadina, but I can also get, you know, any of the elements. Yeah, all the elements you know, if, if you value them the way I value them. Uh, I mean, like, <clears throat> I, I think that, you know, if you're, say, an Omu and it's a really early genie and you have, say, a Harbinger on your board and you're strong, sure, fine. Go to six. You can carry it, pop off with alleys, but that's more the exception than the rule. I think most heroes, when you triple into a genie or a little rag, you're really not happy. Right? Yeah. Hyper-leveling heroes can kind of in a sense ignore this because they can get to six and then a lot of times you can you can get away with like like you'll see like tavern goer in a little rag uh, in the shop and like the first row and you're just like okay i just yeah, have two little rags and then you're just yeah and but then e like, even if, even on those guys right you'd rather have the imam or the coiler just so you don't get smacked that round because yeah, then you just that, yeah. six anyway and then yeah. you open up the good stuff yeah but like i i've had those games where Tavern goer, little rag, and then like I roll into a, a genie, and I'm like, okay, well, this, this game, <laughs> this game. Yeah, is I have well. that. With or I play alleys too, right? Like, but yeah. it's like you say, it feels like you don't play alleys when you're not to your well, yeah. you know, this well, kind of alley, yeah, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. you have party rock, you've got Nomi, but if we're talking rag elementals, it really feels like you got to be on tavern tier six. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I think that's that. That's how you're gonna win. Right, if with this comp, if you're already on Tavern Six and you, have then like, you know, like you get the crazy stuff, you get the brand, you get the Tavern Tempest. It makes a Nalgadon, it makes Rag, and you're yeah. just like, oh yeah, that's very true, right? You can start adding amalgams into your elemental comp and giving them Divine Shield and stuff like that, and that's that's really strong. But like that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about like sure. just being right. aware for for the for the uh, sixes. I guess my my two main concerns when I am, uh, you know, why why are we talking about this? For for me, it's for looking at my uh, my triple potential, and you know, is it worth holding out for a six? I guess that's the that's the baseline question for me. And I think if you are really strong, sorry, thought her in the back. That's all good. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just cute. Uh, if you are really strong. I think a lot of the time you can take a six unless you have like a nightmare lobby where just, you know, like all the best ones are out, elementals are in, it's really likely you're going to whiff. Uh, then you might not want to take the risk, but a lot of the time you just get to five then and you just have a six, you know, if that six is a coiler and then you get light fang or something, that's cool, right? So, but we're talking about most games where you don't have the luxury of, oh, you know, I can whiff on my six and be fine. Most of the games you can't have that happen. So what what are the really cool sixes? We've got um, Eliza, like we mentioned. That is, you know, maybe the best one just because she's safer than Flatusk, but Flatusk is like the overall best six in the in, game in right now. In terms of scaling. Yeah, right. Um, so if, if you've been living under a rock, like Flatusk plus Agam is currently the most powerful combo in the game. Flatusk plus Ground Shaker is also very powerful. So. Um, those are really your two main targets. So if you are in a lobby and you see pirates and quillbores out, suddenly you can start thinking, oh, do I even want the six, right? Like what else is in, what else is out? If elementals are out, <clears throat> then you can start thinking, okay, well, there's still full reaper. I can still get a gas coiler. I can still get an imp mama, right? So if you are relatively strong and you just want to get the six to just cash in your triple instead of a five, because you feel like it's you know, doable. Sure, you can still do that. But if you need your six drop to immediately perform, be strong, and a lot of the time, you might just want to try for a Light Fang, try for a Mithrax. And I think this particularly is true in those non-Quillbore lobbies because they are a bit slower. You can get away with having a Light Fang board. It feels that way, at least to me. 
where a lot of the Quillboard lobbies, I have a light fangboard. I'm just like, ah, this is not, it's too slow. It's not doing anything. This guy is ground shaker. He's just like destroying my minions that are slowly scaling with his light fang. But suddenly ground shaker's not in, flat tusk is not in, and the stats in general are toned down a bit. Suddenly those five drops are a little bit more appealing. So that that would be the main thing for me where I'm going to look at our pirates in, our Quillboards in. If both of them are out, I'm going to be much more likely to take a five than a six. Uh, of course, it depends on the third type. You know, like I said, if elementals are out, it's a bit more redeeming. But especially if elementals are still in, there's just such a high chance of whiffing. So if if you're using uh, deck tracker or Firestone or whatever program to assist you, you can always like open it up and see, okay, exactly how many of these six drops do I actually want? Because a lot of the time I do, you know, I, I run the numbers. I'm like, oh, it's like four out of the you know 12 yeah, that are in are good and the rest you're, you're literally looking at the tier one the 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 first <laughs> the first bracket you know but the, yeah I'll, I'll do that as well yeah. there's, there's you know you can get a couple of uh uh you know you hate chaga but i think you could it's serviceable sometimes you know you hate sure chaga. but i mean that's you know that's that's quillbores in though because the so that doesn't matter right when quillbores are in i'll take my shot a lot of the time just because i'll get flat those kiss and yeah you know as much as i give you know charlie some shit yeah it is still a lot better than hitting a little rag or a gar or you know any of the other bad ones right and, and you know sometimes your board has also some relevance to it if you somehow have elementals are crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, what can I say? I mean, I, I play them, right? Because people people are so confused when they watch me play Elementals. But a lot of the time, like we mentioned, it is that power level. It is that, oh, I was strong and I went to six. And it's most of the time, like you mentioned, it is a faces into a little rag where you're like, wait a minute. Sure, I could do that, right? I'm strong enough. Let's get this party going. But you're talking about um, sometimes you'll get like a Macaw or something and then you'll... Oh, right, right. Yeah. So very specifically, right, like the Goldrin might actually be a hit. Because most of the time when you're going to look at the sixes, Goldrin is not very desirable. You do not want to hit it. So beasts are actually not insanely good if you just have a very generic board and you are thinking, okay, what's in, what's out. Sure, you can get Coila, but a lot of the time, Maxna and Goldrin are really not the cards you want to see. I think Amalgadon is another one where, for me, it's a bit more neutral. Like, we can talk about that as well, like what your stance is on it. Uh, let's say like a, a regular three adapt amalgadon i think that's a i very don't want amalgadon early yeah it's just you know but, but this might be a bit of a confusing thing because a lot of the time especially for newer players they're gonna hear all this talk about amalgadon and you need amalgadons and amalgadons are part of the tier one comp and, that's you know, the best move like, in the game yeah. damn like okay i see an amalgadon i snap yeah, it right yeah. amalgadon is more like something you add later on when you pull it from a primal fin you pull it from a mirazon or you're just straight on tier six you're just pulling them from the shop sure right amazing you have a brand on the board get those amalgadons in the comp but uh, they're they're not the six drop you want early. Like specifically, maybe you know, like a bit of a throwback Millhouse. I like it a little more because you can take any buff, right? So a Millhouse, eh, not so bad, you know, like because they can just absorb any buff in the shop. Yeah. But yeah, most of the time, Amalgadon for me, I count it as a whiff, even though you know it can roll well. It might get Wind Fury two plants, and then you're like, oh, cool, yeah. a six six <laughs> with some plants inside. Yeah. That's uh, that's not gonna carry me compared to the likes of Eliza or you know even even something like a boat because when you get that really powerful six drop you can sort of use it as cover for you to be able to go to six and actually just roll into the good stuff. Uh, let's say you're pulling two sixes. This happens sometimes if you're like 
crazy strong with hook tusk or you know back when my ev was in you do it with my app as well and you get two coilers a lot of the time you might say oh damn man two sixes i didn't get anything oh so unlucky but you have two coilers on your board you're just going to six <laughs> the next round right you're going to six and you're just buying the caligo straight from the shop yes pretty much uh that's true. The only time I, I see Amagadon being useful is if I happen to be playing, playing Murlocs, right? There's not really a lot of, like, sixes that I really care about with Murlocs. So, so with Amagadon, at least I can get Divine Shield on Murloc and, and go from there. And, and sometimes it'd be a bridge, but, like, you don't need it even with Murlocs. You don't care, like, with sixes a lot of the time. It doesn't... It, 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 it a lot of times a six is is what you're talking about it keeps you safe so you can roll and and get strong enough that the murlocs can take care of themselves so uh you know it, it's not like a key piece right even if you don't hit any sixes that you want you can just use them for the mid to, or like the mid game and the mid game safety and then eventually sell it and then run full amalgadon and then get a selfless at the end but yeah it's 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 definitely um something you want to think about especially more with war minions being added to the pool right you didn't have to think about this as much when there was only one uh being removed per game right but now it's just two and now there's three yeah. right so it, yeah, it, for sure. yeah it's it's a lot more impactful to realize what's gone and then oh what can i not get or what can i get from the pool now that all these things are gone because and you, you used to not care like oh they removed one minion type who cares whatever demons are gone i, I don't notice it you know but now you you notice you notice when covers are gone you notice when mechs are gone you notice when murlocs are gone sometimes and you can like just go elemental scaling with the molten molten rock and then oh dude the amount of games where the the arana has like one big molten rock and you're just like Where's the Murlocs? I can't, I can't deal with yeah. this thing. And I take. I, I don't play her with Murlocs in for exactly that yeah, reason. Yeah, it's annoying. You know, but, but yeah. It's when they find the spore anyway, and you're like, ah, oh, no. Like, I remember there's like one game where Cthulhu on tier four had one triple. And I'm just like, there's no way that's a spore. <laughs> and then it's a fucking spore. And he just kills me for like 20 health because the yeah. Molten Rock is all I have. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's, unfortunate yeah unfortunate is the word i would use i agree for sure if, before we jump topics by the way just like another just you know evaluation of those those sixes where i didn't really talk about that i think foe reaper is a hit in almost all circumstances especially okay. early i think is a really good card and later on it's a great card to scale and i think M mama is an amazing hit early as well like M mama is just because you 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 add the harbinger that's all you gotta do yeah yeah you add a harbinger oh mom but even without a harbinger mama will keep you safe a lot of the time like if you're we're talking the what is it nine gold six drops nine gold ten gold six right. drop it's yeah, yeah. pretty early people don't one shot on him mama unless you know you're in a very specific situation unless, where you put unless, her up early and she's running into unless a it's my arm or something know, then they one shot every time but yeah <laughs> Not every time, but yeah, I've definitely had those games where I results may vary. I had them. I think I was playing Reno, and I it was like turn ten or something, and I golden my M Mama, and I died, and I I oh my God. I was so shocked. I was like, what happened? 
Oh my god, it was so annoying, dude. I was like, how did this happen? It was so early in the game. I was reading I'm like, okay, I will I will hear power the mama. There's no way I'm dying. I thought. <laughs> you know, and I'm just I just look at this game and be like, wow. And and there was a cat in the game, so I'm sure she got he got my I sure yeah. she got my golden mom, or he got my golden mom. I just was like, what, what happened? Right there, yeah. <laughs> what happened there? It's just like, what, what, what the hell? But yeah, that's, that's uh, when the rest of the lobby is like, all right, who killed the fucking Reno? Who, yeah. uh, <laughs> who did this? Why does this cat have a golden mom? That was a real tilter, I would say. You know that that particular game. I was uh, I was not happy about that uh, that uh, situation. But yeah, um, that's. That's another tangent. Tripling based on minion types wins. Good, good habit to have, I think, just in general. Um, I think I'm gonna move on to the last topic of the day. Skipping a topic, we're gonna talk about Quillbores and how they have changed the meta game. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks or months. It's been more than a month, right, since Quillbores are in. But now Quillbores have been out as well, right? So we've been able to see the difference in gameplay from when Quillbirds are in and when Quillbirds are out. And I, I would definitely, you've definitely noticed there's been a power level increase, I would say, with uh, the introduction of some of the Quillbirds, right? I, in, initially, it was Charles doing all the damage, right? But now that Charles is taking a step back, Flattuck is now taking a step up to shine and, you know, Agum as well, right? I remember initially, we didn't think Agum was going to be like, it was, you were, oh, it's a light fang, you know, whatever. But when you can, oh. when you can, to be fair, I feel like it's only with Flat Tusk. Like, I think Agam <laughs> is fair until Flat Tusk is in. Yes. You know, you have a banner bore, your Agam, right? You have Thorncaller. That's cute, right? That's fine. <laughs> it becomes an offender when Flat Tusk is in. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's it's the synergistic uh, nature of some of the cards that can cause the problems. But um, I remember initially, um, after things settled down, right? That was the only winning comp i saw for like a a, a couple of days where I, the only thing i died to was this flat to magnum comp and i was like that's a that's that's uh that's curious i guess is what i initially thought oh that's curious flat to magnum and then i was like that that again oh i lost again to the same comp and then i was like okay there's something wrong here <laughs> I, I need to take a look at this and i was like oh let me play play it and i realized ah oh, that's that's not fun. Oh, this is not okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it scales so strong, and sometimes, uh, you know, you still see it, and it's just like, yeah, they didn't really, um, they didn't really change this comp at all, right? Since the since it's been released, right? It's it's just been the same power level. Uh, yeah. So, it, it's definitely uh, has made comp stronger, especially, and it's not just, um. It's not just this particular uh, thing, right? It's the same thing with um, the scaling, right? Uh, since it uses blood gems, there's a lot of more things that can scale randomly, right? So you'll see like late game Hydras, where you couldn't see that before, that Lorraine is common, uh, especially with like Alley Cures and, and things like that. You'll see late game, um, that Divine Shield Dragon, I mean, the Divine Shield Cobord that gets the re, that refreshes itself, right? Sometimes people just stack that. I do this actually a lot where I just stack this yeah. and then I, it's, it's a deflector, you know, in, in its sense. And uh, 
and, and can three for one. I think it's a great like starter, right? You get the flap dust, you get the boar, but you don't have the agam, right? A lot of the time, a divine shield is all you need for the moment, right? You stack that, and sometimes you never find the agam. So you're like, I guess I'll just keep jamming. Yeah. <laughs> just I'll just keep jamming. Yeah, and things like banner boar, things like um, bonkers, right? They they've added like scaling into the game where you can just like banner like bonkers and then get two blood gems at least the mid game early mid game right same thing with banner boar you just get plus two plus two for free uh well not for free but like pretty easily right it's not that hard to have uh, like a tough tusk or something or a, a bristleback right bristlebacks um nature synergy with the uh with the gem removal i thought is also really uh can be really powerful right where uh, you put one gem as three gems essentially uh, when you put it on a bristleback and then yeah. you can transfer that over to some divine shield thing or some cleave thing i've done that call quite a bit where it just feels really really strong <laughs> it's just like i'll just run this for a feels couple good turns. You. yeah and, and then I, i'm adding like plus 12 plus 12 for free so um anytime more space is always a bit of an issue yeah, yeah that's true so you, I, sorry like i'm just saying like you're always so happy when you're like oh i found the swap thing right now i know the brute can go out and i can put, you know, like that's what that's at least how i feel it's like all right i'm holding on to this brute i'm feeding him every turn i really hope i get the necrolite they're like yes finally board space let's go yeah uh, that's for sure and, and when crowbars are, are out you can you definitely you have like a return to like uh a return from the madness where it's like, okay, Light Fang seems playable. I can go Menagerie now. Okay. Okay. Beasts, Goldrin Beasts, they're actually winning. You know, it, it it doesn't feel like, oh, the dude had Flatos. Okay, I've died. You know, oh, the dude had Earthshaker or Groundshaker. I'm dead. Like, where you're, ha you're, I, I, it might be due to we're, we're more used to the power level before the, um Cobor, so we're able to like more accurately predict how strong people will be based on like the what we can see where where with the um, with gems right someone can like one turn find the ground shaker and then be significantly stronger than they were the turn before where you you can't you can't play around that you can't really predict that that level right you see you see like someone at flats as agam and then you're, you're like you know okay i'm not i can't beat them right let's go scam Whereas, you know, the dude might be holding on to blood gems and you don't know, right? Then the turn they find a ground shaker, blah, 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 and then like full divine shield comp with a ground shaker scaling. And you're just like, that wasn't this comp two turns ago. This, this feels like how you die a lot of the time, you know, when you're in that early late game, right? You're like, okay, yeah. I've got, I've got stats, but then the guy just dumps eight gems on yeah. four divine shields you're like oh i died crap right yeah. where you, this is like you either have some gold grubber scaling or you have your light fang like we talked about but then quill boards are in that's one of those like oh i got completely caught off guard moments where he just went full shaker and it's an alicare and i'm dead because there's a huge hydra <laughs> soloing my board I do. yeah right, i do that too i love it right <laughs> just to say like it happens where you're just like i'm in a good spot I'm scaling, things are going well. I took 18, what the hell, right? Yeah, and it, it's hard to play around that, right? It, it, there's no like... Uh, it's a chance, right? Yeah, it's just like, how do I play around a bunch yeah, of... There, there's no indicator that 
they're they're gemming or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you right? basically have to run a ghoul to maybe you know go one for one with the shields or something. Yeah, so, the, uh, I, I've definitely noticed that there's a power level increase, and it's harder to predict uh, how strong your opponents can be on a turn by turn basis, right? Like if you know they have the setup, then you know they're going to be strong, but you can't really tell immediately just like what particulars how particular how strong they're going to be right like if they're going to have a ground shaker from nowhere or if they're going to just find an agam or you know find some random thing to skill or, or they're saving their gems or they're swapping their gems into a cleave minion that they didn't have before right like it's very hard to to identify those uh games unless you like you see them deal 30 and then you're like okay well i guess i lost you know that kind of thing but other than that it's like it's it's tougher to to turn by turn know what uh strength they're gonna be at so I, that's one thing i've noticed uh since clovers have been added yeah that's a big one i think just in general it's just stats were you easier know. to find yeah it's just things are bigger right we talked about it randomly just you know even you know the the, the big offender is the flat tusk agam but just the flat tusk Plus Pumba, the Great Boar, and any Divine Shields. Uh, just like you get plus 10, plus 10 on that unit per it, turn. It, it's Charles and Puma. Uh, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the... Uh, sure, but the, then, then yeah, you'd get like the entire board scaling, and that's that's okay. We're, we're more used to that, but I feel like in this particular case, they can just pump one Divine Shield like crazy. At least that catches me off guard a lot of the time where it's this, re, this boar reset we talked about, like the Deflecto. Where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of strong, but he has a 40 40, <laughs> you know, or like, you know, whatever stats it's supposed to have, like 40 44. I'm not beating that. I'm not killing that. You know, it's killing one of my guys and it's resetting. Another weird uh, thing with that particular card is that you, would, you don't place your minions to account for that, right? Like, you're, I, you, you, so they, they have a 40 40, right? You have like, you know, maybe like a, uh, a, a bumper. Then you have like your best minion or something like a deflect. Then you have like another huge minion, right? And then that that second huge minion goes into the divine shield, dies for free. And that might be like the only thing keeping you alive that that turn, right? So uh, a lot of times with that with those reset minions, especially when they have a ton of stuff, right? Your your minions are just like one offing themselves into into a divine shield that comes that respawns, and it's it's too hard to well it, well it's not too hard, but you're not unless you fought them before you're not gonna be okay i'm gonna put a bumper then i'm gonna one try to one shot if i can't one shot i'll put another bumper and then i'll put my second minion so i can kill if you free like you, you no one does that. <laughs> you know no one plays around george right against george yeah, you'd okay, be like sure. i do that you know because you're thinking hey maybe the one taunt so bump into kill into some bump more bump but yeah sure if it's yeah. not george but in general it's it, you, for sure yeah. it's not a it's not a natural yeah, very placement yeah yeah sorry i was just talking about the boards i feel like the general thing is probably just pace of the game pace of the game is faster stats sure. come quicker people die faster yeah. how um, many times have you died like in two turns from like 30 plus hp right like it's just like least, like man today alone <laughs> you know like but that that was very unfortunate uh back-to-back -back coiler series of events where i'm just like i died from 31 man i was just sitting there like my god dude what is this joke <laughs> how am i able to take 31 i went through but yeah no it, in general it, it just happens and it feels bad right you feel yeah. like you have been 
controlling your game very well, you're healthy, you feel like you're strong. And then, you know, like you say, it's two turns, two unfortunate matchups, or, you know, you've been hitting the beak ones the whole time, which is why you're feeling strong, but actually everyone else is strong. You know? uh, <laughs> that can happen too. And then you hit two really strong people and you're just dead. Uh, so that, that feels like that does happen, uh, which is, you know, tied into pace of the game. Like games just go fast with Quillport. Yeah, I mean, it's also because the good cards are high tavern tier. So what you end up doing is you're picking up Flatus, you're picking up Puma, you're picking up Agam, and in like a ground shaker and they're all surviving right so then there's a five tier a five tier a six tier a four tier right they if 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 like your three divine whatever's are, are that is very true that, like say it in because like when you think menagerie you're like oh he has a micro mummy that lived he's got like this shitty one star murloc that lived right that doesn't deal damage so i hadn't thought of that that's a really good point yeah, it's it's. I notice this all the time, cause, cause I, cause I do this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause yeah, I just level to five, right? And I just my minions are all five drops, and I'm just like, well, he took twenty three on turn eight or something, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. It's it's my like immediate reaction. I am sorry that I ruined your game by by doing this, you know. So I I just notice it a lot when. People go for quill boards. A lot of the quill boards are, are very high tiered. So, and they are the ones that you put in the back as well, right? You're not putting your flat tusk in the front. You put it in the back. So the, the divine shield ninja, whatever you're attacking, they're die, right? But then your agam, your flat tusk, your ground shaker, they're the ones that survive and you're hitting people for 20 plus See, HP. This is so funny, right? You talk about it that way. Uh, I have just my own math where I play tier four. So often I was like, oh, Three minions lives, that's 16 damage. Two minions live, that's 12 damage. <laughs> just like everything is four stars. Uh, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, a deflector, right? Minus one. Okay, you got off easy, pal. It's only 11 instead of 12. Or... My math is like, okay, I have two, two, three minions. That's 20-ish, you know? <laughs> like this, you know, you're taking me out 20-ish. That's... that's... That's normally how I do it, yeah. So it's it does it's, feel good when you start adding it up at like oh five, five, yeah, we're looking good, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, it's a problem, dude. Especially when like they're they have a boat. Oh my god, dude, I hate it. Oh, and you just you just you look at the boat because you know that's gonna that's 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 what your minions are focused on. You know, everything else has doesn't have taunt except for the bow you just like don't hit it please and then you hit it and then you're like yeah that's real hogger yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, i'm so sad i'm so sick of that card dude in the in terms of damage potential you know the card itself i i like the card itself like fundamentally like oh yeah three pirates yeah. that enough fun uh the damage profile that it creates normally is not not fun at all. You know that that that's, that stuff is pain, basically. Also, I wanted Golden Boat to do something because I make a lot of Golden Boats now, and I, I yeah. and uh, it always <laughs> like annoys me that they don't. It doesn't do anything. And usually when I have a goat, a boat, I already have a Baron or something. You know, because <laughs> I'm running my life. <laughs> you know i was like you're, you're uh, just you're just 
basically discovering another thing when you're making golden bows. So that's what yeah, you're doing. Give, give the minions that come out of the boat reborn. You know, that's what I was looking at. You know, oh, I mean, being the obvious thing, well, blatantly OP, maybe right? Just make them golden copies. Right. <laughs> that fits oh, the thing. No, that, that, that's also you hit a golden Eliza, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah, that that sounds so disgusting. Golden as well. Actually, yeah. Re reborn I I could also like as well. Right? There's no reborn pirates, you know, so you know you're not getting uh, on there's not a lot of reborn. You get reborn there. scallies with an Eliza yeah, that comes exactly. up. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Where, uh, you know, the the games would be not fun. I I bet that'd be even more annoying actually than uh. Well, I mean, how often do you see? <laughs> Oh, that's, true. that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, I I guess that's fair. Uh, if you were running a golden boat, I'd be like, okay, I I, I wouldn't be as uh, annoyed. I guess so that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. But um, this was a this was a much longer of a of a podcast than I thought. Panther, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good fun though. Good fun. You know, I was damn dude. I was like, this is gonna be a short one. You know, it's gonna be like. Uh, <laughs> The 20 minute adventure yeah then the millhouse conversation was like 30 minutes alone i was <laughs> i was like what's going on uh but yeah that is um, cool. by the way, guys. do you enjoy this style more do you like it more like cut and dry just like straight to the topics or? i don't think we ever do cut and dry to be fair like i don't know sure. more cut and dry, <laughs> more to like that uh, end of the lecture man i don't know if i'm a cut and dry type of person Next topic. I mean, I tried to be for this podcast. Like, uh, next, next topic. Next topic. Let's go. You know, because normally I, I, I just for me, I just gonna be like, calls. This is gonna go next if he feels like he wants to go. Next. <laughs> I can just talk all I want. I just, <laughs> give me the cue. Right? Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. 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 But um, final things about Cobors. I, I I do think um. Do I like Cobors? Actually, that's uh, we haven't answered there, and in, in general. Um, sure. Good question. Good question. I uh da 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 da. Hmm. Huh. That's a good question. Dragons are now worse because of Quillboard. So I don't know. <laughs> I can't go Kelly that hard. Right. I I I think it's. It wasn't a bad expansion. I would say. Um. The blood gems have changed some of the styles in in how I play, and. I would say Quillbores have added more good sixes uh, with Flat Tusk and stuff. So it, it, it's it's been a little bit easier for me to identify when going to sixes is is better, right? It, it used to be... Well, that's also Shady's fault, just like telling me elementals suck. But, uh, you know, that that as well. Uh, it's been easier just uh, realizing, okay, this these are in, I can do this. this one, I can do that. Uh, and Blood Gems are like they're thought provoking i think um compared to some other um like key key features of other uh archetypes right but gems you do need to think right i remember when they initially came out i never used all my blood jumps because it was too there are too many things to think about now i'm just like flat just oh where's my agam okay i just put them all in agam okay i don't have to <laughs> <laughs> the thing, you know, so it's, it's been easier when I have that combo. But uh, without that, it's a, so it, 
then I stopped then I stopped thinking then my brain shuts down but I, I I've generally been okay with the um with the expansion overall I still think there are some changes that need to be done right there's you know there are still some ops uh namely flat tusk and maybe ground shaker I don't know how to change that one though um to be fair like I don't know how yeah you like in in I proposed like some kind of a flat tusk change. And I think in good Blizzard fashion, if they do it, it'll be generate a gem every four gold you've spent. Probably. Right. Yeah, that's that's straight. Oh, yeah, that's, that's classic <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> classic. Like, you know what? Too many gems. Take one less. Here we go. Right, every four gold now, and then you know you inevitably nerf it that way, and they'll see. Right, okay, is it still nutty or not? So I'm I'm expecting that. Maybe not too soon, but you know, if if let's say another expansion hits, or you know, some more balance changes hits, uh, you just like you're still only playing Flatusk Agam if you if you are given the option, we might see that change. I think that's a pretty normal one for them to push. Um, like I'm assuming they have some like proposed nerfs ready for their cards as they print them, and that that's probably the one they have ready for Flatusk. Oh, let's do it. Every I four don't minutes. think that's true at all. I do not. He's like, oh, he's like, this card's too strong. No way, right? We don't make too strong cards. I don't think they have proposed nerfs for cards. You know, like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, if this is a problem, yeah. we'll have this nerf. Ready I, you know, the, I don't know. It no, feels like I, that's sort of like basics. I, right? I don't you know, like, think they do that at all. I think they're like, okay, B, this right? is good, and then they're like, oh no, it's not good. Okay, team meeting, let's fix this. Right? It's not. Yeah. Like, what do we do? Right? Yeah. It's there's. No, Can we change the number into a higher or lower one to turn the card like more powerful or less powerful? Yeah, I mean, you know? sometimes that works with some minions, but yeah, yeah I mean, like you, you look at Elise, right? You you change a two into a three, she goes from like batshit crazy OP to borderline unplayable. Now, some of that has to do with the spell mana, like really encouraging hyper. Oh, Elise. I was yeah. I was thinking Eliza. I was like two right, into like three. Two into like, like two attack into three attack. <laughs> I was like <laughs> now at least now Eliza is playable. Yeah. Finally I can pick that. I was like, damn dude, you don't what's going on with that one? But yeah, um what do you think? How do you think about Cold Wars for you anyways? I had a thought ready and then I was just out of my mind with the with the I love it. That's, but, that's oh right, right, yeah, no, no, I got it back, I got it back, I got it back. So I think that fundamentally, design-wise, sure, cool set. Um, I'm not here gonna sit complaining. Oh, this was a failure, or this was this was bad. Like uh, credit where credit is due. Lots of interesting things. Definitely shook up the meta. I think purely from like uh, personal enjoyment of that meta. Um, one thing I get to do less, which is my favorite comp. Far and away of anything, you know what it is. It's APM Pirates. Oh. The, game too, the game is too fast. The game is too fast. I do not get the like. I played maybe two APM Pirate, two proper APM Pirate games in um, the last month. That's crazy, right? And yeah. one of them was that one of them was pretty much where I hard forced it, where I hero powered a hogger as a Reno. But like, I'm playing APM Pirates. So, like, I had a flat test. I sold it. I was like, get your fucking gems out of here. I don't have time for this shit. I want to buy Pirates. <laughs> So, but a lot of the time, if you get Golden Hogger, it's kind of just a glorified gem machine where you just have a flat tusk next to it. And it's just right. like, okay, my yeah, pirates all pirates. Much, yeah. But it's not true APM pirates, right? You're not popping off. You're not just going like, buy, 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 sell, 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 get the Amalgadon Golden Bravo. And, and that would happen 
way more before quill boards because the pace of the game was slower you actually had a little bit more time to set that up whereas now just imagine having a couple hoggers on your board like several turns in a row it's just you run into a shaker and just take 20 and you're dead so it doesn't really happen as often so from a personal just like enjoyment like the comp i really 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 enjoy playing it's not dead it's just same thing with kelly goes you know yeah yeah, you enjoy it yeah so your comp your favorite i don't know if this is my favorite comp my favorite comp was taunt comp with with brand scaling like um when you said taunt comp i was like wait that's not true no 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 no, no. (laughs) i made this at the beginning like yeah yeah, yeah. scavenger comp yeah yeah, scavenger comp i guess that's a better way yeah because because now there's a new name for Tonko. scavenger comp is probably a better de- yeah that's my favorite comp and i but that was that was i that was harder to play even before cobras are in you know like but uh i think when kelly goes came in it it, it uh got harder to play um but uh that used to be my favorite but that has nothing to do with cobras <laughs> <laughs> but uh dragons are weaker it's all that's 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 the reference i was making but yeah um what uh i think that's it right that's it all uh, right. closing all thoughts right. on cool boards yeah. right. overall good but yeah personal things like eh, don't get to play a few cards. yes exactly um but that shall be it for our podcast this week this was surprisingly long you know i i I always think it's going to be short and then shady surprises me (laughs) uh but yes um thank you for joining me thank you shady for being here every week it was great fun man thanks for having me as always i appreciate all the comments the feedback and all the good vibes you can uh, send us feedback at hsbgpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach me at Educated Collins, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter, Shady at Shady, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff. And uh, that shall be it from us. And we'll see you guys next week with another special guest. Peace. All right. See you guys next week.